The Small Business Show, episode number 113 for Wednesday, April 5th, 2017. Folks, and welcome to the Small Business Show here at businessshow.co, the show by for and about small business owners here in Durham, New Hampshire. I'm Dave Hamilton. And in Concord, California, I'm Shannon Jean. You know, it's always good when you can start to show laugh, laughing. I think that's always that's always a good sign. <laughs> yeah, yeah but, in uh, our agenda, I had uh, I had March and then April written like it, yeah. and I'm I know what the date is, but when you're reading it and you know it's wrong or something's weird. It's just a little, you know, it's, it, it keeps me on my toes. Yes, that's right. I did something this morning I, just to derail us quickly. Sure. I, I did something this morning that um, that put one of my employees on uh, on his or her toes. And uh, and what I said was it is now in your job description. One of the tasks you must do at least once a month is to tell me that I'm wrong and be right about it. Yeah, I, I read that comment you made in the small business support group up on uh, Facebook, and I and I and I had not commented on that yet. So yeah, I'm like, well, that's interesting. Um, and and I liked your your uh, your kind of follow up comment was, right. you, you know, you you need to justify or not justify it, but be able to defend it, to, right? To defend it and defend yeah. is sort of the, the it's it's a it's, it's the, the right, right term, but it it, it frames yeah. it in the wrong context. You have Correct. to be able to support it. Right. That's it. Is Support I, it. I, I, and I always encourage uh, the people that, you know, I, I, I say work for me because that's technically what happens, but really I, I see it as they work with me. Um, but I get that there's, uh, you know, there's the, the paycheck signer relationship. So, sure. uh, you know, I, I'm fully aware of that. Um, it, it is, but uh, you know, I, I encourage them to, to tell me when I'm wrong, but I, I know that I'm a very persuasive person, uh, and I am very uh, strong with my convictions. It doesn't mean that I'm closed minded, though. I just like the first thing I'll do if somebody tells me we should do it differently is I'm going to start attacking it from different angles. This is no different than what I do in my own head when I have my own ideas. Right. It's like sure. I just attack them from different angles. And I need people around me that are simply comfortable with that. And that's and that and that is a key point, I think. That's is, it. Yeah. Uh, the people because like I will tell you, uh, I am like, you know, a uh, what's the phrase? You know, the peacekeeper, a facilitator. Yeah. I always am trying to, to a fault, uh, uh, you know, keep things smooth so they keep moving forward. Sure. To, to ultimately meet my goal. And I usually will wind up getting it to happen the way I would like it to happen. Yeah, but I may not tell you you're wrong. Right. I may, right. <laughs> you know, because I'm just like, eh, you know, it's not worth the effort. It's and and the you're effort. right. If I say, hey, Dave, I think you're wrong. I understand. Oh, I really need to have some good backup here yeah. um, to, to do it. And that's good. It's healthy. It it's healthy. healthy. So, that's the thing is it's a healthy yeah. thing. But I, I yes, guess why, you know, any given person in the role of an employee Oh, yeah. Would would not necessarily be comfortable. And this is somebody that's worked for me for a long time. And lots of people have. Uh and uh, 
but you know, it, it's like, no, I, I really need this of you. In fact, this is one of the most important things you can do because I'm not always going to be right. And in fact, more often than not, <laughs> I'm not going to be right. But you know, we need to just be able to have that, that honesty, respectful yep. honesty, if you want to call it that, but I'm actually kind of okay with brutal honesty as well. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. it's efficient is really, it is, it is. Yeah. Yeah, 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 but it's again, it's, it is, and also it, it just depends who you're surrounding yourself and what yeah. the role, what the roles are. Yeah, uh, I think that's that that's an important it, thing. It's true. Yeah, 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 but I don't. What I don't need is yes men around me. Or yes no, women. no, nobody wants that. And no, and no. I, I like the uh, you know, oh, that's a good idea, but or mm-hmm. how about what sure. if we did it this way instead? I mean, it, it's it, to me, it's all about presentation, um, and I'm probably not as and again, I say this with with all due respect, and uh, you know, as confrontational. Yeah. As uh, that's just not my. No, it's totally style. Me. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's your style. It is, and and it, it served you very well. And mm-hmm. and I think mine has served me very well. Uh, also, exactly. It's just, it's just different. Yep. Um. And uh, sometimes I think I take the longer term view of, well, maybe I'll just come revisit this later. Yeah. And to me, t- and when, with my style, timing is everything. Well, that's right? sort of true. E- even with, I mine. guess either way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I yeah, mean, yeah, if yeah, I, right, if I right. pick a ba- you know, if I pick a battle with someone or someone picks a battle with me and it's the wrong time, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like, okay, look, this is great. We should yep. do this. But right now there's this other yeah. major thing going on. So we have to shelve this, but, but it's, it's not being dismissive. It's being, you know, aware yeah. of the reality. That's correct. Yeah. yeah being aware of it. That's good. Yep. That's good. Yep. Well, it brings up a, 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 a segue into this or not, but yeah. one of the things that, uh, that I would like to talk about today is something that's really been frustrating me um, tremendously lately. And, and I, as I thought about it, when we were kind of having some pre-show discussion, a lot of it stems from, I, I've, after I read the Scott Adams book, um, you know, how to, how to fail at almost everything and still win yeah. big. He, he has this concept in there that I really like. Um, it's called a talent stack. And, and yeah. you know, he, he says it much more eloquently than I can, but basically it's, look, everything you do, even if you, you know, fail, quote, fail, you're learning a new talent and you're stacking, you're building this talent stack over time, whether it's, you know, you've made new connections from a business that maybe didn't work out or you learned how to, you know, get financed or you learned whatever. Yeah. And, and I, and I really like the concept because it, it dispels with the, the myth really about how you need to be uh, a wonderkind or an expert, you know, in some field to really succeed. You, you know, you really just need to be able to keep adding to your talents and it makes you, uh, it, can, it can make you more successful. Totally. So on, on, on that note, I've really been thinking a lot lately about, you know, where my life is and my businesses and different things. And what I've been trying to do looking back over the last few years and maybe five years or so is develop an income stack or maybe better, better called maybe a revenue stack. Yeah. And um, what, what I mean by that is coming up with ways to, you know, not always have to be looking for that home run, but having a, a stack, if you will, of different revenue streams that are coming in, you know, monthly, quarterly, annually, whatever it is, uh, and, and spreading that out a bit 
for a lot of various reasons, um, part, part of which, and maybe the biggest driver is my interest level, um, you know, keeping <laughs> yeah. it really, because, yeah. um, you know, I, uh, you know, have total ADD when it comes to business and I like to dip in and out and everything. And we've had, you know, we just, we had the show with Bob Levitas and yeah, I, right. sat, I sat there going, Oh gosh, you know, this is just so me, you know, shiny objects that, that derail me. But what I've realized if I set up these, these revenue stacks, I can dip into different things and still be productive. Yes. But one of the most frustrating things I've come up with is as you spread yourself out and develop these, uh, these revenue stacks, you have to use, uh, or, or you come, you get involved with all kinds of other people. I want to, I want to, yes. I want to put press pause for one second here because I want to talk about it. this revenue stack okay. just for like yeah, a couple minutes, and then, yep. and let's then, and then there's this other thing because this is the key that I, I really think to to long term success. Now, there's there's the path of. You know, you you come up with an idea, you either fund it or get funding, you build it real big and then you sell it and and you get a huge payday. Right. That's that's one thing. Sure. And oftentimes, not always, but oftentimes that requires like 100 percent focus and dedication to that one thing to build it very quickly so that it can it can be sold to someone who's then going to do something with it. But for the lifestyle business type entrepreneur. This revenue stack concept is huge. It, it's like, yeah, it, it, you know, I've always I've I never agree. thought of it as a revenue stack, but I like how you related that to the Scott Adams thing. I've always thought yeah. of it as faucets. And, yeah. you know, you got to have lots of faucets. You get, there's a bucket that you need to fill That's up. That's right. Right. That's right. And you have to know that at some point in time, any one of your faucets is going to dry up. And, yes. And so and you they could, definitely will. And they will. Now, <laughs> they it doesn't will. matter if you have one faucet or 20. One of them will dry up and it doesn't matter how much attention you pay and how much you shine that faucet and how much you look at the pipes for it. Right. I mean, that'll help keep it alive, but it will dry up at some point. And if you don't have another faucet going, you better be ready to start one. And maybe that's OK. Sure. That's your style. You're, you're the serial entrepreneur. Right. Sure. Sure. But, there's there's a and then there's the parallel entrepreneur, which has a million things going at once. But there's there's a dip, the parallel entrepreneur never starts everything simultaneously. It's the serial entrepreneur that gets something going and keeps it going that actually is called the parallel entrepreneur. Right. Mm. And and sure. that's what you're talking about here with your your revenue stacks is. Yeah. You get something going. It, it, it starts trickling water into the bucket. Great. Now let's get the next thing it. going. Trickle water. That's in. Right. Okay. And next thing. And it doesn't mean you forget about the first or the second thing when you're on. No, the third. no, of course not. You, 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 you have to have sort of a wide bandwidth for that. Right. Well, it goes to, and, and I think that um, in my experience, one of the biggest obstacles that people uh, starting a business or trying to take an idea and get it to start is that, they don't think about it on a very simple level to how, how do I get this thing just to generate any money? Right. Any money. And, and, and yes. we've talked about this before. Yep. And and I, I really am a firm believer, you know, and I'm just a, a very straightforward nuts and bolts kind of hey, guy. You don't have to hit home runs every it, single it, swing. It, well, you're not going to. Well, so if, if yes. all you're, yes. yeah, if all you're waiting for is the home run, you're going to be sidelined. And I know I still, I mean, I, I talk to people like this all the time. Well, I'm, I'm waiting this. I got to be able to generate. It's got to make $50,000 a month. It's got to do this, got to do that. And I would say, well, 
can you generate any money with that? You know, any money. Right. Um, and it, we've talked about it before, that concept of, like, well, if you can make 500 bucks with it, you know, usually if it is scalable at all, you should be able to make 5,000 and, and, and on and on and on and on and on. But it's that first 500 bucks. Hell, it's the first 50 bucks that, that most people cannot get it to, to do. And, and so this, uh, this revenue stack concept is like, cause I was talking to a guy and he's like, man, I would just love to be able to do this. And this guy loves to fish and he wants to make these fishing poles, but he's just strung out on this concept that, well, I can never make enough money. And I'm just like, well, how much do you really want to make? And, you know, you love to do this. It's something you're going to do out in your garage in the evening. You know, if you made a couple thousand dollars a month, would you be happy? And, you know, finally he's like, well, yeah, I would totally be happy. You know, so it's getting it around like, so, okay, we've got, you know, or your normal, whatever regular business you're in, or maybe you get a, you're working for somebody else and getting a check. And then maybe you've got some, you know, investment money and you're going to, maybe you're going to buy some real estate and get that going a little bit. Yeah. And maybe, maybe you get, you know, your, your retirement investment or you're invested in the, in the stock market, you yeah. know, hopefully with a little bit of your money and, you know, benefiting from that. But it's being able to look out at the stack of revenue coming in at different spots and not freaking out when one of them, inevitably will dry up because you have pushed these other, other things that are going well. Um, and like you say, you, you, you still pay attention to them. It's like the, the social media experiment, you know, that I started here, here on the show last June, you know, it's to the point where it's generating some good revenue. It's not, you know, something I'm going to retire on, but it's something where I'm starting to think, okay, how can I plug someone else in here now? Mm Mm-hmm. That would like to make a little bit of money, work a couple hours a day, and um, can I can I can keep the rest, you know, and that'll be another part of my revenue stack, so that I can then go on and find something else to do, do the next thing, yeah, that I'm interested in, you know, because yeah. I, I, when I lose interest is is to me the death knell, um, and and I know it sounds terrible, but it's just one of those things where I want to be constantly you know, motivated by what I'm doing and the interests. And that's what's successful for me. When I lose that yep. interest, I can trace it back. That's when things start to get kind of, that's when it wonky. starts to falter. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So to continue where I think you were going, it, the, the managing these multiple revenue stacks takes time. It does. Right. And it also takes other people. And if you're fiercely independent, like lots of small business owners. And I'm not just talking about your employees because your employees are a little different. You have a different relationship with them and you can replace them uh, if if they're not performing to the standards of the the job. Sure. But as you move out into these other areas, you have to hire contractors and service providers. And I have especially uh, recently been extremely frustrated with lack of reliability on the part of these contractors and service providers. Yeah. And just, and and we start talking about it and realize, you know, we really should do a show about this because, you know, there's that old adage, you know, showing up is 50%, maybe it's 80%. I think it's, well, it's depending on the the business you're in. Yeah. It, 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 I've never understood this, that, you know, it, from, from, uh, from the standpoint of the person hiring a service provider. Now, it, this could be a service provider that's an accountant to show up and audit your books for you, or it could be somebody that's coming to, you know, mow your lawn or, or plow your driveway, whatever yes. it is, right? I mean, yep, it, it, yep. it's this, th- th- these people are all n- the, providing necessary services that 
that that are part of of making our lives run right either our yes. business life our home life but really when you're the the one running the business that those two merge like if if you are needed to you know in, if the plow guy doesn't show up when it snows and you now have to take three hours with the snowblower okay fine but that's three hours away from work it's not just three that's hours right. away from home you know you, your time isn't carved like that <laughs> you know oh, yeah exactly and and, you know, and this happens for me to my employees too yeah. right you know so yeah it, i've never understood you know for, when we look at it from our standpoint it's like oh the plow guy didn't come or oh the the accountant didn't show up or what, whatever this is and you're like crap i gotta do it myself but when you turn it around and look at it it's like what are these people doing in their businesses? Like, right. why would they commit an appointment? I would never do that. Commit an appointment Correct. and then not show up or bail out. Like, this is business. Like, you're going to yes. get paid. It's business. Well, and and I part of the problem, and I always tell people this, that I hire to do these services or, you know, contract to do certain things. I said, you know, I own a small business. I own several of them. And I know how important it is to be reliable. And when you say you're going to do stuff and, and I'll come off the bat and say to them, but usually right. I'm trying to commend them. I go, Hey yeah. man, thanks for showing up because I know how important that is. Yeah. Or, or, Hey, thanks for coming through when you said you were going to come through. But if you tell me you're going to show up on a certain day on a piece of property that I own to take care of a, a, a problem and I go out there and you don't show up. Well, it I, I, again, and you don't contact me beforehand to sure. say, hey, Shannon, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to be able to go. Something came up. Of course, things happen. Things I happen. understand that. Right. But it's all about communication. So, you know, I always try to talk to these people and go, you know, you, you really, you just, you wasted a significant amount of my time and you didn't communicate with me. So you can't, you can't work for me. I just can't do it. And like I, a good example, I have this piece of property and there's a pool there and it's, I don't know where, it may be cold where you are, but it's starting to get hot here. Yeah. And I know all of a sudden these the pool is going to become an important part of this property. And I have been like fighting the battle of you wouldn't believe to get someone reliably enough to come out, make some repairs and uh, get this thing working to the point where I'm thinking maybe I should start a pool business because, because, or there's just no money in it. And and what I've learned a lot, I I know a lot more about the pool business than I'd like is it's, there's uh very few larger professional uh, companies in the maintenance and and repair Mm. business of pools. There is a lot of larger companies in the construction and, you know, creation and design and, you know, that kind of thing, which obviously there must be a lot more money in that than taking care of your pool every week or whatever it is. But I, you know, it's just incredible to me how somebody can commit to showing up or, I mean, I can look at my phone right now. I'll have a quote for you on Monday. Well, it's Tuesday and I don't have a quote, <laughs> you know, and, and just don't tell me that. Just say, hey, I, w- I won't be able to get you anything until, you know, sometime between Monday and Wednesday or, you know, but it, but it comes back to that, you know, under promise and over deliver. It's such a simple concept and you will win your customer's support forever no matter what business that you're in especially if you're providing service yep. and you know with 
you know, with my electronics business, we always try to tell people, oh, it's, you know, hey, it's going to be tomorrow, whatever. You know, it's going to be, we need two days and we want to get it back to them in one day. In one, we, we, you of know, course. We, we don't want the opposite. Having to make the, the other phone call when you say, oh, I'm going to have it back to you in 24 hours. And then you have to call them and say, oh, gee. It's going to be three weeks. Yeah. It, yeah it's going to be <laughs> or, whatever. Or even 48 hours. Yeah. Yes. You, yeah. You've, you really only, in, in my experience, you only get one chance to to have to bump the customer or whatever. Yeah. If you have to make a second call, you might as well just, you yeah. know, forget it. Because yeah. then they're like, what? You know, you've lost their trust. Well, if you have uh, to make you know, that, that second call, you need to you need to have paved the way already for that second call yes. to happen. Right. I mean, in the yeah. in the tech support business, I'm thinking for some reason, I, I'm reminded, I think about it was like two years ago, I brought an iMac in for uh for repair and and they're like yep yeah, okay it was to the genius bar and they're like yeah because it was half under warranty or something you know and like yeah no problem and then uh they uh they call me and say right so you know it wasn't what we thought um but here's what we're thinking here's where you know here's what we're going to do next we're sure. going to replace this part blah 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 and uh and then you know, we'll, we'll call you back in two days. And they did call me back in two days, but they, it was, it should be ready in two days, but they called uh, me back and said, so, uh, we thought that was it. That's not it. But you know, they had paved the way for that by, by, yes. by involving me in the process and yeah, saying, they okay, managed your expectations. They did. And, and, yeah. and they were, they were wrong, but y- you know, in the end they, it was obvious they were committed to me, even yes. though they're, their uh, prediction of the outcome was wrong. I know there's no crystal balls, right? Yes. yes. Most of us are aware of that. Not everyone is, but most people are. And so as long as you, you know, it's, it's to your earlier point, communication is key. Absolutely. But, but that, you know, I, you're, uh, I always call what, what you, you know, you said under promise and over deliver. I, I refer to that as the Scotty principle, right? From Star Trek. He would uh, yeah. constantly tell the captain, this is impossible. I'm giving it all we've got. Yeah, that's it. It's impossible. There's nothing we can do. And then it's like 20 minutes later. It's like, oh, it's, it's totally fine, dude. It's, yeah, it's we're good. good. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> we found some more dilithium crystals. Dilithium crystals. Yeah, yeah. We were able to inch more out yeah. of them. No problem. Yeah. And he knew, you know, it, it was like that was part of the shtick. But. That's the key. Is, yeah. Yeah. Well, I would love some feedback from, uh, you know, if you're a contractor or a service provider of some sort, you know, and um, you've been in this experience or the way you've distinguished yourself and built a successful business is by outperforming your competitors that have this problem. You know, I, I would love to get some feedback up in the uh, small business support group so we could, you know, he- hear your story and uh, talk about, you know, what you've done to overcome because, you know, this conversation we're having, you could have at a dinner party, a cocktail party, whatever yeah. it is. People constantly have this problem. It, right. It's This is widespread. Yeah. Yep. So, and so and great. then so, the next conversation is, yeah, I had this guy out to work on my pool, computer, whatever, yep. and I still don't have a bill from him. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> Billing your customers. Yeah. Important important part of life. It's, it is, well, it's an important part of yeah. business. Yeah. I, business, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm not uh, independently wealthy, so kind of need that, right. that, that, that cash flow to keep on flowing. So. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening to me rant today, Dave, and everybody else. And yeah, uh, start working on your revenue stack and then share with us how, uh, how it's going. How it's going to go. Well, that's right, folks. Uh, as Shannon said, the Small Business Support Group over there on Facebook at businessshow.co slash Facebook. That's going to direct you right to that. We'll get you approved in the uh, thing. It's a public group. So we'll see you over there. Make sure to keep living the charmed life. Hope you have a great week. Got it. Yeah, you too, man. Take it easy, everybody. See you, everybody.